Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome to the Eric Erickson Show podcast, Hour 2. Hello, America. Welcome. It's Eric Erickson here nationwide. The phone number, should you wish to be on the program today, 877-973-7425. You can always text Eric, E-R-I-C-K, to 33777. Get all the links for the show. We are... 25 days away from a government shutdown. Shut it down. Now, I I occasionally voice ideas on this program my audience disagrees with. There is a segment of my audience that abhors the idea of a government shutdown. Much as there is a portion of my audience that thinks uh, speed light, speed cameras around schools are a good thing. Do you know, as an aside, I I one time had somebody chew me out for my opposition to those speed cameras around schools. Um, Where I am here in Georgia now, there there are these cameras, and and you would think that they work during the school zones, except they don't. They're all day long. And if if you go within ten miles an hour, there could be no kid in sight. Absolutely no, nothing. The, the 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 school could be so far set back from the road, and they put that camera. It's just a scam, and there's no due process, and it's a tax on poor people. I am so vehemently opposed to the red light cameras and the automatic speed detection, as opposed to having police. It, it's it's such a constitutional violation, I believe. And I've got friends of mine who are like, you know, I thought you were off your rocker and then it happened to me. It shouldn't have to happen to you to know they're wrong. But as much as I have people who disagree with me on that one, there are a lot of people who listen to this program who very much disagree with me on government shutdowns. I happen to be a big fan of government shutdown. We are safe when the government is shut down. You will note uh, back when Donald Trump was president and the government shut down, how you never really felt like things were shut down. The post office still delivered the mail. Uh, the national parks were still open. The, the monuments in Washington, D.C. were open. When, when Democrats are president, Democrats make the shutdown as punitive as possible to the American public. They want you all to feel pain, hoping that you will demand that your uh, representatives and senators feel the pain and open things back up. Shut it down. Shut down the government. Our government refuses to take seriously the border. Our government would prefer to teach our Border Patrol agents and members of our military to play pronoun games than to protect and defend the United States of America. Our government continues to spend lavishly on woke projects 
but won't take seriously defending us from cartels and the fentanyl trade. Our government dumped a lot of money into the economy for COVID and hasn't called it all back that was unspent and is headed towards again trying to get us into masks. So we're already out there with Tony Fauci. He was on TV this week and oh, everybody's got a mask up again. He may not be in the government, but the Biden administration listens to him, shut it down. But here's the larger issue. Deficits unexpectedly are set to double. This is from left-wing Axios. The federal deficit is expected to nearly double this year from about $1 trillion last year to $2 trillion for the fiscal year ending September 30th. There's no precedent for deficits this large as a share of the economy outside of war, deep recession, or pandemic. The figure comes from the Center for a Responsible Federal Budget. After the government's record spending in 2020 and 2021 to combat the impact of COVID-19, the deficit dropped by the greatest amount ever in 2022, falling from close to $3 trillion to roughly $1 trillion. But rather than continue to fall to its pre-pandemic levels, the deficit then shot upwards. Budget experts now project it'll probably rise to about $2 trillion ending, uh, for September 30th for the fiscal year that ends then. The numbers ignore President Biden's $400 billion student debt cancellation policy that never took effect, although he's still trying to cancel some through the back door. Shut it down. In June, the House Republicans and the Democrats and Joe Biden approved a deal to raise the borrowing limit. And essentially, they took the caps off. You could spend as much and borrow as much as you wanted through the presidential election of 2024. That you wouldn't have to do anything until 2025. Shut it down. Neither the Republicans nor the Democrats are responsible enough to continue spending our money. With interest rates as high as they are, and going to go higher, the amount of money that must be spent to service our debt load as a nation continues to go up. And that eats into everything else. And no one in Congress is willing to have that conversation. In Congress, they just want to keep borrowing and destroying the future viability for our kids of this country saddling our children and grandchildren and great-grandchildren with a debt they cannot pay. Shut it down. They, 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 don't, they don't have any plan to stop spending. The Democrats' plan is just to raise taxes to keep spending even more. The Democrats don't want to cut anything. To the extent they want to cut, they want to cut the military. The military is the thing we can least afford to cut right now, given the antagonism of China and the like. There's, there's nothing fiscally responsible about Democrats' plans in Washington's, and Republicans aren't any better. It's a bipartisan problem. 
The Republicans were willing to cut taxes with Donald Trump, and the Democrats said, oh, well, that's just going to explode the deficit, except it caused the economic engine of this country to explode and go roaring back to life, and that has actually benefited the country. The Democrats want to roll back all those tax cuts and cripple the economy, and you know what that'll do? That'll actually reduce tax revenue. Counterintuitively, when the economy slows down, you raise taxes, but the economy slows down, you get less in tax revenue. If you cut taxes and the economy revs up and growth exceeds 2%, you start bringing in more tax revenue, even though you've cut taxes because businesses are doing so much better. Families are doing so much better. They're all making so much more money. They send more money in tax revenue to Washington, even though the tax rate is cut. Democrats want to raise taxes. That would slow down the economy. That would lessen the reserves in Washington. That would lessen the revenue generated to go to Washington, D.C. But they don't want to cut anything. That's the problem. I mean, you, you could at least contend. I, I, I'm not saying agree with because I don't, but you could at least contend with and have a conversation if Democrats said, okay, we want to raise tax rates, but here's what we're going to cut. They don't want to do the second half of that. There's no reason you should even entertain it because they don't want to cut. But Republicans, they don't really want to cut either. They claim they want to cut, but what they want to do is they want to cut future rates of growth. Do you know the easiest way to deal with this? It is the easiest way. Is just go back to the budget allocation of 2019. See, what most people don't realize, what I bet you don't realize is that when Congress does a continuing resolution to keep the government going, they don't actually pass a budget. When they pass a continuing resolution, they just up all the accounts by X percent. It becomes very easy. We're just going to raise everything by 3%. So they don't cut out anything. They just agree to grow everything. So everything in government grows. So take everything back to 2019's rate. Take everything back to 2019. You've suddenly had a meaningful impact on the, on the growth, you've had a meaningful impact on the spending, you've had a meaningful impact across budget, but the Democrats can't even bring themselves to go back just to 2019. Were we hurting in 2019, pre-COVID, pre-pandemic? Were we hurting as a nation with government spending? No, we weren't. We just take everything back to 2019, but the Democrats don't want to do that. A lot of Republicans, for that matter, don't want to do it. But more Republicans are willing to consider it than Democrats. They don't want to secure the border. They don't want to fight the fentanyl crisis. They don't want to fight the cartels. They don't want to reform Social Security. They don't want to reform Medicare. They don't want to deal with military funding. They don't want to do any of the stuff Congress needs to do. They just want to borrow more money to spend on woke services and woke nonsense. They want to spend money on pronoun games in the federal government and trying to study lesbian penguins in Antarctica. They don't actually want to deal with with the problem of an out-of-control national debt, an out-of-control deficit that's going to double. They do not care about our fiscal future. None of them, the Republicans or Democrats. Only the House Freedom Caucus seems to be making a fight of this. My friend Chip Roy, congressman from Austin, Texas, super conservative guy, he's out pounding his fists on the table, saying no extension, no continuing resolution. You got to grapple with these costs. He's got small kids. He's invested in the future of the country, unlike so many of these geriatrics in Congress who just want to spend now. Shut it down. Shut down Washington, D.C. Shut it down. Yep, the government will ensure under the Biden administration, unlike Trump, 
The Biden administration will slow down people's Social Security checks. Trump didn't do that. It's possible to still get them out, but Biden won't do it. Medical benefits will slow down. Trump didn't do that. The Democrats will. They want to make it painful. They'll shut down the monuments in Washington. They'll shut down the national parks. Everything will shut down. Shut it down. And if people need to feel the pain, Republicans can go to the microphone and say, we're headed to bankruptcy. We're headed to national bankruptcy. The Democrats won't cut anything. All they want to cut is defense. At a moment, we can't afford to cut defense. They want to cut defense. They don't want to cut anything else. Democrats can say, well, Republicans don't want to raise taxes. Republicans say, you're absolutely right. All we do if we raise taxes is Democrats are going to spend it all. They don't want to cut anything. Shut it down. Shut it down. We as a people are free if Congress is shut down. We as a people are free if the IRS, which the Democrats also don't want to reform, if the IRS is shut down, it's not a bad thing for the American public. Shut it down. There are people who think the government must be funded and the government must be operated and the government must run and Republicans always get the blame. The Republicans always get the blame and yet they don't seem to lose the elections. The 2020 election had nothing to do with the government shutdown in 2019. Had nothing to do with it. No one ever brought it up. You'll see the fear scenario now. Doesn't matter, shut it down. If Congress can't be honest and serious about cutting broadly domestic spending in this country and the Democrats just want to borrow more and more and more and more and more and bankrupt the future of our kids and grandkids, shut it down now and keep it shut down until they come up with a real genuine solution to fix the fiscal future of this country. Republicans agreed with Democrats in June and struck a very bad deal to take the caps off the national debt through January of 2025. And the Democrats have said, hold our beer, watch us now. And when we get to September 30th, our deficit, unexpectedly surprising everyone, is going to double from a trillion dollars to two trillion dollars. And guess where that goes? The national debt. And nobody in Washington seems to care other than people like Chip Roy in the House Freedom Caucus, shut the government down and don't reopen it until you have a plan for real, actual, not future spending cuts, but real, meaningful, current spending cuts. We cannot survive long as a country headed down this fiscal path, and the debt service is going to keep growing unless we shut it down. I am a small businessman. The company that I run for my radio show, it's a small business. I've got employees. I don't have HR. You may be in that situation and you may really need HR. Well, you may want to talk to Bambi. When running a business, your employees can create all sorts of interesting situations and they could get you in trouble. What happens when two employees are squabbling? One of them smells bad all the time. What do you do? How do you navigate the rules? With Bambi, you get access to your own dedicated HR manager starting at just $99 a month. They're available by phone, email, real-time chat. Onboarding and terminations run smoothly. Team members reach peak performance. Your business stays compliant with changing HR regulations. Let Bambi handle your employees for you. Their HR autopilot automates important HR practices like setting policies, training, and feedback. Listen, you want 
U.S.-based HR managers who give you experience, expertise, a personal touch you need to make it seem like they're a part of your team. They could cost eighty grand a year, but Bambi starts at $99 a month. Schedule your free conversation today to see how much Bambi can take off your plate. Go to Bambi.com right now. Type in Eric Erickson under podcast when you sign up. It'll help you. It'll help your company grow. It'll help you keep peace of mind. It's spelled B-A-M-B-E-E. Bam. B-E-E.com. Bambi.com. Type in Eric Erickson. Hello and welcome. It is Eric Erickson here across the nation. The phone number 877-973-7425. Should you wish to be on the program? Happy to have you. Let's jump to the phones here. Randy, you're up next. Welcome. Yes, good afternoon, sir. Hi there. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. I want to tell you, I absolutely agree with the idea of uh, shutting the government down. Uh, vast majority of the services that the federal government is uh, engaged in, we don't need anyhow. Uh, we'd be good if we got rid of a whole bunch of them. And Amen. when you say turn the government back on, you're right. Do it after some study. Uh, we, we just we do not need, as a matter of fact, you, you talk about you're very constitutional. I, I, I love that about you. Uh, but the Tenth Amendment says that the whatever is not given to the federal government isn't theirs to mess with anyhow. Mm-hmm. And they have trampled that amendment. Yes, they have. Um, and, and, you know, so I, I got to say, if I could do something about it, if I could snap my finger, you know, it was the House Freedom Caucus when Obama was president, and notably it was the Republican leaders who fought the House Freedom Caucus on this until they went along with it. Uh, they did um, sequestration. And the reports out originally were that it was just it was cutting the future growth of government. You know, when when congressmen talk about cutting government, they don't actually mean they're cutting government. They're cutting the future growth of government. So instead of going up 10 percent, they go up 5 percent. They say, oh, we cut it by 5 percent. No, you're still going up. Kind of like Democrats are doing with inflation now, saying inflation is down. No, inflation's up. It's just not up as much. What Republicans did because of the House Freedom Caucus was called sequestration, and it actually cut the actual government. It wasn't a cut of future growth. It was a cut of immediate growth. If you just cut government by sending its spending levels back to 2019, you would begin to make it manageable. You wouldn't balance the budget, but you would begin to make it manageable. And... Democrats don't even want to do that. Democrats can't bring themselves to, were you hurting in 2019 pre-pandemic? Was the government not spending enough then? All you got to do is take it back to 2019 and you would wind a lot of the spending back down. Now you want to save spending too. You don't want to spend as much, including on computers and vision computer can help you because they can build you exactly what you want to need a laptop or a desktop, they can build it for you, oftentimes saving you money compared to the big box uh, generic computers that you get in the big box stores. So they build you what you want, they build you what you need, but then they service your computer for you. They're great tech support. They actually answer the phone. They don't put you on hold. If they're overwhelmed, they take your number, they call you back. They're great people. My kid has figured out how to use this computer thanks to them. When he has a problem, I don't have to be tech support anymore. He calls them and they fix it over the computer. They can do it remotely or they can navigate him. They can do printer and email support. But here's the thing, they can do it for your business too. So you're not having to troubleshoot your secretary's computer or if you're in a law firm, one of the young associates, you're not having to hire an IT department. Vision takes care of it for you. 
All you do is call them at 404 Compute. Any of you nationwide for your home or your office, 404 Compute, you can go to visioncomputers.com. If you call them at 404 Compute, ask about the Eric Erickson special, save yourself even more money. Vision Computers, they can be your IT department and your computer build solution. 404 Compute. Greetings and welcome. It is Eric Erickson here across the nation, 877-973-7425. Let's go to the phones. Bob, you're going to be up next. Welcome to the show. Eric. Hey. How are you? Yeah. How am I? My golden years have turned to rust. <laughs> that is, and I don't see it coming back until until 2024 hopefully then we can get rid of the rust but anyway the money the government is spending and the reason these guys haven't done a budget yet because it's going to be devastating think about it social security went up nine percent in january and they got to borrow the money to pay it. <laughs> then just the interest on the debt. If they don't start cutting some of these things, I don't know. And I agree. Close the government down. Only have the things we need, which is the military and, I don't know, yeah, uh, the military is about it. Let, let the states do everything else. Bob, you know, to your point on this, uh, a good point on, on Social Security, where's the money coming from? But also, you know, the last time the government passed a budget was 2019. Um, do you know when the last time before that a budget was passed? 2011. You heard me right. Congress passed a budget in 2011 and then didn't pass a budget again until 2019 and hasn't passed a budget since. What they do is a continuing resolution where they take the last budget they passed and they just increase it by a percentage. That's what they do because they don't want to actually have to haggle over it. They don't actually want to, um, they, they don't want to have to deal with it. It's, it, it's remarkable that this is where our government uh, goes. They, the, the House and the Senate tend to not actually pass budgets. Um, that The government technically passed the American Rescue Plan of 2021, but it wasn't actually a real budget. It was based on the Budget Act of 2019. And same thing, that they, they haven't passed one yet. Um, it's, it's just, it, it's absurd. And, of course, you know, in the 2011 budget plan that they passed with sequestration has lapsed now. And so, Katie, bar the door on spending. We, we got to do something, but nobody wants to do it. I say just shut it down or go back to the spending from 2019. Rita, you're going to be up next. Welcome to, well, Rita can, up. Oh, nope, sorry. Uh, I, that went too quick. Rita, there you are. Sorry, I, I wasn't paying attention. You were talking to the call screener, and I clicked the call. Well, let's see. Well, Rita, there you are. My, Hi there. Hello, how are you? Good. Um, my, my point is on the federal shutdown. Do federal employees 
still get paid when they go back to work? Do they get back pay? Yes. I believe. Yep. Yeah, so what does it get us? Well, I mean, that's just it. They're essentially furloughed. Um, that they, they sit out for a while. Uh, they don't get a paycheck. And a lot of most companies, banks, mortgage lenders and the like are accommodating to federal employees who they're not getting money. And then they go back to work and Congress passes a bill and makes the pay retroactive. So they get their back pay. So the federal employees aren't actually hurt. Uh, well, it's difficult for them for some weeks to make ends meet for the federal employees. And the government, of course, uses the sob story on all of that, but they'll get their back pay. They need to shut it down. Let me talk about something else that needs to be shut down while we're on the subject of shutting things down. Democrats are seriously considering the 14th Amendment to stop Donald Trump from being eligible to run for president of the United States. Let me read for you Section 3 of the 14th Amendment. No person shall be a senator or representative in Congress or elector of president and vice president or hold any office, civil or military, under the United States or under any state who, having previously taken an oath as a member of Congress or as an officer of the United States or as a member of any state legislature, or as an executive or judicial officer of any state to support the Constitution of the United States, shall have engaged in insurrection or rebellion against the same, or given aid or comfort to the enemies thereof, but Congress may, by a vote of two-thirds of each House, remove such disability. You got that? You can't be an elected office holder nationally or at a state level if you've engaged in insurrection or rebellion against the United States or given aid and comfort to the enemies of the United States. This was uh, enacted after the Civil War, and it very clearly applied to the Southern Confederate states after the Civil War. There were a lot of uh, members, and by the way, Congress overwhelmingly allowed these people back in. Many of them held office in Southern states uh, in and around and after Reconstruction. But there is this idea now that the third section of the 14th Amendment should be used to stop Donald Trump. In the same way, by the way, it's the same loud voices who argue that the 25th Amendment should stop Donald Trump uh, when he was president, that, that the cabinet and the vice president should act to shut him down. This is wishful thinking that's deeply destructive. Now, I actually, I want to spend a moment here trying to talk to progressives, and I realize that their brains are broken on this stuff at this point, and I know some, and they are absolutely unable to be reasoned with on this point. The way to stop Donald Trump is to beat him in an election. Now, I know if you're a progressive, because this is what they say. says, well, we beat him last time, and look what happened. He, he, he launched an insurrection. Did he launch an insurrection? He hasn't been charged with it. Donald Trump has not been charged with insurrection. In this country, we have due process of law. Are you going to be just like Donald Trump? You you say Donald Trump engaged in insurrection. Where's the charge against him? Where's the due process conviction? It's not there. You, you haven't convicted him of anything related to January 6th. 
So where's the due process for Donald Trump? You hate him that bad that you're going to deprive him of due process? He hasn't been charged or found guilty of insurrection against the United States. It's a crime. Some of the January 6th, uh, what, what the, the Proud Boys and stuff, they, they've been charged with insurrection. Not Donald Trump. So you want to stop him. Half the country, whether you want to like it, believe it or not, half the country supports the man. And you want to decide that he is ineligible to be on the ballot because you don't like him or what he did. You believe, despite him not being charged or convicted of the crime, you believe he committed insurrection. So you want to yourselves decide his eligibility for the ballot. Do you really want to set this precedent? Because I assure you it will be turned on you. The next time there's a Black Lives Matters riot and some politicians run out there or someone does and they want to run for office, um, good luck. This is a bad precedent. But more importantly, it suggests you're trying to find the silver bullet to stop Donald Trump and you haven't been able to find one before. You're trying to cert short circuit the process because you don't actually believe the Democrats can beat him. You say you work yourself up in, into the same apologetics that a lot of Trump supporters do. You're no better than the Trump supporters in this regard. The Trump supporters look at all the polling that shows pretty consistently Joe Biden wins, and they're like, well, no, the polling's flawed. No, no, polling's flawed. It's wrong. Of course he can. Nobody else can. None of these other Republicans can. None of them can turn the tide. Uh, and you on the Democrat says, well, I mean, who cares what the polling says? The 14th Amendment, we're going to stop it. I've got my law professor who says the 14th Amendment. I've got Judge Michael Ludig who says, there are also lots of people on the other side who say no. Can you imagine if Mike Pence had, in fact, interpreted his role as vice president to stop the certification of the Electoral College? That's essentially you're trying to do the same thing here with this section of the 14th Amendment, never before contemplated in a situation like this, without due process, without a conviction, let's let's now apply this to Donald Trump. Let's preclude him from serving as president despite half the nation supporting him. Do you not even understand what that will do to the country? And, and you can say, you can say all day long, well, look what happened last time. He refused to accept the results. He tried to launch an insurrection. He tried to stop it. Was he successful? Was he successful? Do you not have faith in the Republican appointees to the Supreme Court who rejected all of his claims? He went to court 60 times. He lost 59 of them, and more than half of those were before judges he appointed. Those judges who Trump appointed shut down Trump's claims in the post-election litigation, and you don't have faith in those people either. You only have faith in your handful of law professors who tell you that they have found the silver bullet to stop Donald Trump. That's it. You don't have faith in the electorate. Because that's what you're signaling here is you don't really have faith in Joe Biden. You don't have faith in the electorate. You don't have faith in anybody except a handful of people telling you exactly what you want to hear, which means you're no different from the people you hate who put their faith in the handful of people who tell them what they want to hear and don't believe anyone else. 
If you want to stop Donald Trump, stop him by beating him. Stop him by beating him. If that means you flood Republican primaries and vote in open primaries and, and give your delegates to someone else, we'll do it. It's a legal process. You're allowed to vote in the Republican primary if, if that's what you think it will take to stop Donald Trump. And then show up in the general election and vote against whoever the nominee is. Show up and vote against Donald Trump if he's the Republican nominee. But if you can't play this democratically, you're no better than the people you think tried to launch an insurrection to stop with a novel reading of the Constitution because you are reading it novelly. Yes, you have a judge. You have constitutional scholars. So did Donald Trump on that provision. So did Donald Trump on, the, on reading that provision about the vice president. He did too. You're no better than them. In your contempt and hatred of Trump and his supporters, you're behaving exactly like you think they behaved, trying to find a novel interpretation of a constitutional provision to stop him as opposed to winning the election. And then when you say, well, we won and look at what he did. Is he president today? No. Does he have power today? No. Did it work? No. Was it just Mike Pence? No, it was also a lot of Trump appointed judges. It was a lot of Republican secretaries of state and governors as well. The system worked. It was messy. It was messier than it's been, but the system worked. You guys won the presidency. You got Joe Biden. He's been able to appoint Katanji Brown Jackson to the United States Supreme Court. You control the United States Senate. The system worked. It was messy. It seemed unstable. But it worked democratically. The Republican institutions within the democratic processes worked. For you to now pull the 14th Amendment out and say, this is our silver bullet to stop Donald Trump. It's no more a silver bullet than the Hunter Biden investigation is to stop Joe Biden. Your contempt of the other side is leading you astray. And in so doing, if you go down this path and you start having secretaries of state in the various states agree with you, you are destroying the very country you think you're trying to save. Because I assure you, if you find people to do this, it's no different than having a vice president do what Mike Pence did not. And you will be the ones pushing the republic over the edge. Not Donald Trump. He tried, you think, but he didn't succeed. If you do this and you succeed, you're destroying the very country you think you're going to save. And I don't know that you actually care because you hate the other side so much, you probably would be fine with that. And that's a whole deeper problem, one that you're going to have to deal with, one that's causing more and more re Americans to reject you, and one that explains the answer of why is it that a man like Donald Trump could be tied in the polls with Joe Biden? Because there are a lot of people who don't trust y'all with power and you're proving that their concerns are right, just as you think they proved your concerns right. Look in the mirror, people. Now, let's talk about Patriot Mobile. Patriot Mobile is a cell phone company. If you go to patriotmobile.com slash Eric, you can get cell service from them. And guess what? As their business grows, they grow their profits. And as their profits grow, they grow their giving to the conservative movement and the causes you care about. It's a great way to compound your giving to the conservative movement. You just go to patriotmobile.com slash Eric. You move your cell phone service to them. You can also call them 972-PATRIOT. 972-PATRIOT. They have 100% U.S.-based customer service. You tell them I sent you, you get free access. 
activation. If you're a veteran, a first responder, an NRA member, a teacher, you got a lot of lines because you got multiple kids and they all need phones and you're paying for them, Patriot Mobile can save you some money. And you get guaranteed great service using probably the same cell towers you're already using. But get this, you can even take your existing cell phone number and move it to Patriot Mobile so you don't even have to change your phone number if you don't want to. PatriotMobile.com slash Eric or 972-PATRIOT. Call them today or go to PatriotMobile.com slash Eric. Move your cell service to them. Get guaranteed great service. Do business with a company that shares your values and know you're growing the conservative movement when you do it. Greetings. Welcome. It's Eric Erickson here. The phone number 877-973-7425. Those of you on hold, be patient with me. I do want to get to your phone calls. We just got a short segment here. Um, before I get to anything else, I, I just can can I say amen and hallelujah? There's a report out, um, a poll by GE and Ipsos. 40% of entry-level employees say they don't see their CEOs walking the walk and that uh, workers want authentic internal communication. Can I just say, this is a pet peeve of mine when I talk to friends of mine in corporations, the the legalese that uh, CEOs use these days and, and that the C-suite uses generally. Um, there, there's a lot of CYA, uh, a lot of, lot of covering their mistakes, not owning up to something they did wrong, but also uh, they're not authentic. They, they use these buzzwords and stuff, and it, it just drives me insane when I read it. Apple is probably the leader in authenticity when they write stuff. It comes across as authentic and sincere, even when it's probably not. But so many corporations, my gosh, they just don't sound like real people. They sound like a chat GPT wrote their letter for them. And employees nationwide have had enough. Uh, maybe some businesses will listen to this. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.